Welcome to Brave New World, a podcast with creative people speaking to the challenges of our new current environment. We're asking our creative community about how they're adapting to difficulties in the current landscape and how we might all move forward together. I'm Brian Alfred. On this episode, Brian Boucher, a freelance writer, art critic, and journalist based in New York City. Hello, it's Brian Boucher coming at you from my apartment in Upper Manhattan. Brian, thank you for inviting me to be on your podcast. Uh, honored to be asked. And um, so I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a freelance writer, an art critic, and journalist. I started out in museum education, but um, ended up with a long-term freelance gig at Art in America and ended up as a staff writer and editor there. I was then at Artnet News for a few uh, years. And then after a brief stint at an art gallery, I've been a freelance writer since November 2018. Um, So I report on uh, partly on the art market, including art fairs and auctions and the like. I also um, I've written about art schools. I have sort of a sideline in gonzo art journalism. Like uh, I learned to scuba dive in order to go on a project uh, with Trevor Paglin, where he took some people diving to see the transoceanic cables that bring the internet uh, around the world. Uh, and then in uh, Jamaica, I scuba dived to check out a Claudia Comte project for Garage that was part of a uh, sea life preserve and a coral preserve there. Um, I also sat naked inside a wooden box that people could reach into. Uh, There was an Eve Klein performance at the Independent Art Fair hosted by Dominique Levy. Um, I was very proud to make my first contribution to the New York Times. Uh, about a month ago, I'm sitting here on April 11th, by the way, 2020. And uh, so I wrote about the Armory Show's first ever audio guide, uh, like you might find in a museum. Got to be the first ever time that a commercial art fair has done an audio guide. Um, so I am holding up okay in our new environment. I guess, you know, I've been a freelance writer for a while, so um, a lot, maybe too much of my job was already done via phone and email, sitting all day long in my apartment, staring at a screen and then looking at a screen for entertainment. Um, You know, and I've been for a while, part of my job has just been trying to take in the fire hose of content that already existed, Um, certainly inadequately, I felt like anyway. Um, So, you know, in some ways, my life hasn't changed so much. I was going to be headed to Buenos Aires to write about the Arte Ba Fair for Artnet News. Um, Of course, fairs are not happening at this moment. Uh, We'll see. That was one of the more glamorous parts of my life before was uh, traveling around on other people's dime to visit cool places and write about art fairs. Um, 
you know, not much of a loss, obviously. Um, you know, of course, like most of us, I'm anxious about my future uh, financially, but I've lived by my wits for a little while already. And, um, you know, I've been in touch with enough editors that I'm staying alive for now. Um, once the advertising income for these publications dries up, I might be uh, facing a slightly bleaker future, but I'm not going to die of hunger or end up on the street anytime soon. Um, I do live not far from Columbia Hospital, um, which is uh, at 168th Street. I'm about uh, a mile north of there, and then there's a pavilion of Columbia Hospital about a mile north of me. So I was uh, sitting on my fire escape recently looking out towards Broadway, and I saw two ambulances cross each other going in opposite directions, and I felt like if that's not a metaphor for our moment, I don't know what is. And, um, you know, I read about what it's like in hospitals right now, and I'm, I'm just horrified, of course, and everything about our national leadership is just completely... Uh, nauseating. You know, and as I write, there's a little more than 100,000 known deaths. So naturally, there are far more. So, you know, like so many of us, I just like live in a state of horror. Um, at the same time, I mean, I feel like I'm sort of emotionally numb. Um, but, you know, no one that I like really know well or follow closely has died so far, but they will soon enough. And I think the, you know, the numbness may, may break, will break at that moment. Um, you know, at the same time, honestly, like it's humor that gets us through these things. Um, like DJ I Marquis's remix of Cardi B's Instagram rant about coronavirus it's getting real still gives me joy and uh kevin farzad's tweet that got a lot of play he says my quarantine routine i just wanted to share what works for me this is just to give me structure and a sense of stability 9 a.m to 2 a.m wake up and stare at my phone um it got like 150,000 retweets or something with good reason uh, you know, so at the other end of the spectrum, one thing that is getting me through is my honestly very halting and on-off practice of Vipassana meditation, as taught by a guy named S.N. Goenka. And uh, I did a, a course, a nine-day course in this practice that was definitely the hardest thing I've ever done, but also one of the most meaningful things that I've ever done. It's about of finding a way to accept the world as it is, starting with being aware of the world as it is. And this practice simply use, you simply learn to observe the body as a practice of getting in touch with reality. Um, you would, uh, maybe you could talk about the, the body as a sort of laboratory where you're observing sensations in the body, uh, as a way of beginning to simply be able to observe reality. And that reality is, as the Buddha said, that all things come into existence, exist for a short while, and then pass out of existence. 
which is a lesson that many people are coming to terms with right now, that all things are transitory, that nothing lasts forever. And I was actually uh, walking in, in Woodhill Park recently, which is one of the ways that I get through taking advantage of the great uh, parks we have uptown and listening to the first episode of Helen Molesworth. Uh, Helen Molesworth's podcast with the Getty uh, called Recording Artists, where she uses um, recordings of interviews with artists from the Getty's archives. And the first episode is about the great sculptor Ava Hesse. And Hesse is already sick with uh, with the sickness that would kill her. And at one point she says, art doesn't last. Life doesn't last. It doesn't matter. But Molesworth is able to find sort of acceptance and power in that rather than a doom and gloom attitude. So all things come into existence, exist for a short while, and then pass away. Uh, As for how the current reality has changed my creative life, in a way, not that much, since, as I say, I was... um, already doing my thing um, in my apartment in my uh, at my desk um, but it it is making me try to emphasize um, trying to get my own ego out of the way um, you know of course I want to be recognized for what I do um, but to try to use my writing as a way to tell stories that need to be told and to um, lend the megaphone of Freeze or Artnet News or whatever publication um, to let readers in on some of the ways that this crisis is affecting artists, is affecting galleries, is affecting museums, is affecting art schools the best I can. Um, If I were to offer any words of encouragement or advice, One thing would be I recommend, and many people will already be familiar with this book. It is a beloved book and a classic. uh, Lewis Hyde's book, The Gift. The edition that I'm looking at has the subtitle Imagination and the Erotic Life of Property. And um, so he talks about the power of altruism. I don't know that he uses this that word exactly. But um, the idea that to keep a gift, you have to give it away and that things have to remain in circulation. And then if we are miserly, then the gifts that we are given will sort of uh, crumble in our grip. But there is a kind of eros, as he talks about, the erotic life of property in keeping things moving. And um, so that there is a power in altruism. And the more that we, the more that we give, the more that we have. The more that we give, the wealthier we are. And... Um, especially in a moment of, you know, astronomically soaring economic instability for so many uh, in a system where so many people were desperately precarious to start with. Um, I hope that I and we can find a way to think about giving and, um, and keeping things in circulation. And uh, Brian, you wanted me to, to answer the question, how can people support me? Again, at this moment, I'm busy. 
Um, that may not last, so I know I might be singing a different tune uh, in even a month. But honestly, I'm trying to find a way where I can where I can give. You know, if you know a way where I can turn my writing ability, such as it is, to some purpose, um, something that meets the needs of the moment, well, I'm all ears. My DMs are open. Thanks, Brian, for inviting me to be on your podcast. Brave New World. Music by Nazca Lines. Produced and hosted by Brian Alfred.